now there's <laughs> Quick, 15 Darth Vaders going through all of his records and it's the papers. It's actually the cast and crew going. Just to think of her, it gives my heart a pang. I never will forget how that brave Jeanette just stood there in the ruins and sang. San Francisco, open your golden gate. You let nobody wait outside your door. San Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the House of Pride here. No <laughs> <laughs> With our co-host here, Tweeka Turner. Hey! <laughs> and myself, your emperor of San Francisco, Salvador Salvador, we have a bunch of fabulous local luminaries here today. We're going to get right into it after this short musical break by Judy Gollin. Great, I'm so excited to see you, everyone. Oh, what a timeless legend, Salvador. Oh, yes. Gosh, that brings back so many memories. Actually, that oh. reminds me of my first boyfriend. Like, he introduced me to Judy Garland and all, the, and all her, her hits. And it was actually when I first moved to San Francisco or when I first thought about moving. This was back in 2001. Ah. Yeah. 
And um, but so the jerk broke really, my heart. Huh? This is really you. Really came out uh, with Julie Garland. Oh yeah, it was really nice. Rainbows and the whole um, nine yards. There was there's so many. Um, yeah, I mean all of the musicals and so forth. I mean he was like he revoked my gay card at the beginning. And he's like, all right, we need to. Re- <laughs> you have to earn it. it. <laughs> exactly. So all right, well let's put you to the test. So Judy Garland, San Francisco was from what year and what movie? Ooh, what movie this? Uh, here's my card again. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think. Does anyone know? I think it is San Francisco. <laughs> Isn't the movie called San Francisco? <laughs> was it the one? Where, who's the one that was in the, in the? Was she singing San Francisco and the yeah. city's like crumbling? The, that fabulous earthquake scene. Yes. Jeanette McDonald. Yes. yes that was. That's, a, and that's why. Oh she's my in God! This. How did I know that? <laughs> <laughs> We're history buffs. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> We're queens. Yeah. Um, well, I am. Uh, anyways, what a fabulous show we have tonight. Um, do you want to do the honors and? introduce our first two guests that are sitting with us i'll let you do the honors because oh. you are great at this <laughs> good lord out there all right well um two separate guests from different genres of of uh, of the creative business i'm gonna say um first off uh, i'd like to introduce Egoria paisley she's new to the scene how do? Welcome, welcome. And next to her is sitting one of my favorite recording artists. It's Miss Caroline Lunn, or actually Mrs. <laughs> Didn't you just get married again? Oh, uh, just about 10 years ago, yeah. <laughs> you, I saw on Facebook, welcome, you renewed your vows. Uh, no, we just uh, still stayed married. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm keeping him, so yeah, yes, but the, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. The one and only Caroline Lunn. Now, she yeah. is a recording artist that works a lot with... Um, Leo Frappier, who has uh, who has a record label, uh, he's hit from the Bay Area. Hit save, hit, hit save, save music. Hit save music. That's <laughs> right. It. And um, we're so happy to have you back because Thank you have you. A, a new single out. And we're gonna, folks listening to us now, we're gonna go uh, listen to um, th- some of the grooves that uh, the remixes have put out for us. Uh, what's the song called? It's called "Move Your Body" by Caroline Lund, <laughs> produced mm. by the fabulous Leo Frappier. Fabulous. Well, one, Sabato, why don't we get into this story first, and then we'll we'll start our drag uh, uh, ex- the explosion experience. Uh, right. Um, well, move your body. Now, um, an interesting story about this song is this is actually a re-release. Yes, it is. All right, tell us about the backstory here. Uh, well, a little backstory. Um, initially, I put this out a few years back. Um, so absolute labor of love. I put it out and um, did very well with it. And then um, I've well, start up. I was working with Leo and it helped me just you know to learn the business, put it out myself, did everything, and really got a great reception with it. And move forward a few years. I've been on a little bit of a hiatus, and during that hiatus, we'd taken a look at the the tracks again. And um, Leo uh, has. And I guess I, we built a wonderful relationships with some wonderful, wonderful remixers. And so he thought, you know, let's talk about revisiting this and bringing new life to this. So uh, he put in, put together just a fabulous, fabulous remixers of which one is in the room. Uh, <laughs> Tweeka Turner, uh, Wayne G's on the mix, uh, Matt Consola. Wow. Uh, uh, Wayne G and actually and Andy Alder uh, paired up together. Big, big names. Big, uh, yeah, big names. <laughs> and then um, May Soul, rest in peace, Jay. Uh, James Torres um, was on this project, and uh, and then Leo, of course, uh, added some extra love to it. So we decided to use this sort of a, a way to say hello again to you know my fans and the people who supported me throughout all of this and have kind of watched me grow and helped me grow. So 
Yeah, so this is a, a labor of more love. So I really, really appreciate that we're able to get it out and have it be received really well with all these new incarnations. Yeah, it's a great group of people out there that you just named. I know, my God. I'm like blown away. These are like guys I look up to as a go budding remixer. Go big or go home. <laughs> oh my God, that's my kind of girl there. <laughs> what a nice way to pay tribute to James Torres, Absolutely. who we lost way too early, tragically. Mm-hmm. What is just, I think it was two years now? Um, it's just not going even? about, yeah, just under two years. And so it, it sad, came really. out of left oh. field and he was really someone he'd worked on one of my other mixes was just really a wonderful person um, but just he's someone who when he dedicated himself to something he really put his heart and soul into it so I was really hoping to be this is something we could share with all of us but he's with us here in spirit I know that so. well, one, yes and why don't we listen to his track first so uh, folks listening to us if you have any questions for Caroline uh, do call us at uh, 415-550-0511 that's 415 415- Five five zero zero five one one. one. <laughs> Don't be shy. We love phone calls here on House of Pride Radio. All right, so Move Your Body is available at all distribution sites like um, iTunes and Amazon. Um, uh, pretty much any digital. Beport. Uh, um, yep, all okay. of them. All, all right, the so ones. here we go. Move Your Body, James Torres. Oh. Move that body. Woohoo. Yeah, loving that back uh, uh, tribal chorus in the background. Yeah, isn't that fantastic? That yeah. was all James. I love it. Love it. Uh, that's I'm ready to do like my Zumba here. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Um, did you write the song? Um, no, actually, uh, the song was written to me by. Um, uh, Vincent Brantley, who kind of has a, a really amazing pedigree. He worked originally with Boys to Men and a couple other groups, which he has uh, Grammys and many awards for. Mm, so Shout I, out yeah. to Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> he, yes, uh, he goes by the name of Van Gogh, and he literally has a fantastic ear for music. So, yeah, so we I picked up the track from him, um, and we worked on it together, and then I actually kind of let it sit for a minute, and then I brought it to Leo with some of the ideas that I had. So we actually went back through and reproduced all the vocals and then the original mixes you know were kind of sprung from ideas that I had in my head from how I really I heard it so it was it was a little bit the the translation from you know his R&B roots though to really the the house sound that I wanted especially the big room sound I wanted I had to work on that a little bit I had to tweak it. <laughs> does, does Van Gogh know that you guys have re-released it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Where is he based? He is based out of L.A. Yeah. L.A., all right. Yeah. L.A. in the house. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's have so another, um, uh, listen to another track. This is the Matt Consolo track. And actually, Matt, we're calling him at, uh, at oh, 630. Great. Isn't okay. that funny? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Can you stay and say hello? Ah, uh, yes, I can stay and have oh. say hello to Matt. Awesome. <laughs> this is the Matt treatment on Move Your Body. It's buffering. <laughs> buffering? 
As we are moving our bodies. I'm buffering. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> started here in House of Pride Radio Control Room. Yes. Uh, that was a hot mix. You know, I love that. I love when an EP project is put out and um, there's all those different flavors on each mix. And these, this is certainly indication, track one, track two, totally different flavors, but mm-hmm. both of them are fierce. Yeah, I love it because each remixer, like I said, put something of themselves into it. So, you know, as an artist, you kind of... Especially, I think, for the first release for myself and Leo will tell you, I was very stubborn with the idea of letting it go and not being uh, in the studio. Yeah. And because uh-huh. I, I like to be hands on and I like to hear control what's happening. Uh, did you say control? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Virgo. Yes. Yeah, so I. <laughs> so it was really exciting, and you know, a little bit. It's like your baby, so it's kind of hard to say, okay, just go. But mm. I'm. I've learned to just really trust. I totally have, know that feeling yeah, too. By the way, yes. Yeah, yeah. But when you have really great, talented people, you kind of know that you're just gonna you're gonna get back all these actually unique little babies back (laughs) and I I got a really the return was really really wonderful I mean Tweeka had her hands all over me when I started and just would not (laughs) let go and finally has let go and we've been doing this great co-hosting here for the last three or four months it's been amazing nice Nice segue uh, (laughs) attempt there (laughs) she releases every now and then Um, well there's a lot of tracks that get through so why don't we listen to Paul Goodyear's remix ah nice okay yeah uh, move Your Body, Leo Frappier project off the hit save music with Caroline, Caroline Lunn as lead singer. This is her baby, folks. Move Your oh. Body.
Alrighty, wow, that was uh, the Paul Goodyear yeah. remix. Why don't we listen quickly to the actual original remix, so the juxtaposition between uh, all the remixes okay. will become a lot clearer. And I'm, I'm assuming, Caroline, that that's the um, Leo Frappier uh, classic. Um, I actually, I think it was actually the Outer Sunset mix, but that's actually not in here, so it should be that mix. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that that would be a good one. Uh, all right. Well, here goes uh, Leo Frappier. Classic mix. Classic club. Classy. Let's keep it classy here. Was that your um, idea to do the sort of like the Arabic um, chanting? Uh, yes, actually, that was in the original mix. Um, I did that as ad libs because I really just I wanted a opportunity to kind of have a house sound that also had an international I, vibe to it, mm-hmm. um, and just something that gave it a little bit more depth. You know, as far as not just being you know a track act, but I wanted something that really had some feeling and had some depth to it, and I I just that just came to me. So, like I said, in the original um, one of the original mixes. Um, had more of a Middle Eastern vibe, and then mm-hmm. it had the, the calling, and then uh, Wayne kind of took it another step with the uh, timbales and kind of did a really big, just great, like international sweep kind of yeah. vibe with it. So we did the belly dancing themes, and we yeah. got to incorporate that. I'm really enjoying these mixes because of the fact that they're a different genre, or not genres, but it's more like I heard a Latin beat at one point, and then now the Middle Eastern beat came through. And there's something for everyone. Oh, yeah. So especially I think too is um, I look at it this way when as a house artist you put out one song and some people are like you know i have friends who are you know rockers and they're like putting out 25 songs i'm putting out one song but when you do the remixes i look at it as a record and each song and has an opportunity to reach a different audience and yeah. for me you know especially when you have talented remixers you really get a different opportunity to hear different things and different people get to hear it so it in itself acts as a record and Got i it. know the song is good now mm-hmm. it's like yeah. just you know pound out some fabulous remixes and yeah there's something for everyone i love that oh you had s- us moving our bodies over here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes indeed oh salvador oh my god our, our third co-host has just come in why don't you do the honors yes yes let's give it up for amelia monroe She's wearing her shades inside. Mm. <laughs> now, last time she was in L.A., so that's when she was on the phone. Actually, last week I was in here, so, that, yes. so we haven't talked in about a week. miss you. Mm-hmm. The other week before that, it was it was what, it was the bus issue, so now we need to know what this issue is. Oh, my God. <laughs> the bus issue? She sh- was, look at her. Salvador, Salvador is shading on you. It was the what issue? <laughs> Remember our it was confessional? It was here the bacon go. issue. <laughs> Too much I bacon. what the issue is this time, honey. Um, what issue? Well, well, welcome. It's qu- <laughs> quite an honor to actually have you show up in person. So welcome. Oh, yeah. you. Are you comfortable? Mm. She's got to wear her shades right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Uh, welcome, Amelia. Do you Thank know you. Caroline Lund? We, we just met. Just yeah. met. Yeah, oh, fabulous. <laughs> yeah. I'm walking in shoes. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're deep in her new release called Move Your Body, which I will make a, uh, an exclusive announcement right now. It is charted 
on a major record pool, Starfleet record pool. Yeah. Uh, it wow. is number 28. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, really, I'm very excited about that. So. Yeah. Somebody's snapping their fingers in the green room. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Oh, girl. <laughs> That's our marijuana over there. Marijuana. <laughs> She's free. We're going to unleash her right here in the control room in just a few <laughs> short minutes, folks. Well, Tweeka, no, so we've been hearing all of these remixes, but you know, I'm looking at a track six there with someone's remix Tweeka uh, Turner on there. How about us listening uh, to your your remix? Oh, girl, I'll close out with that later. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got now. This is what I suggest, folks. Support our local artists yeah, like absolutely. Caroline Lund. Go right now to your nearest iTunes or um, Beatport or um, Amazon and just please download it. Check out we're on Spotify. You can take a little peek at it, fall in love with it, and then buy it. Uh, <laughs> it's out there and it's just doing really well though. So I'm super, super, just a big shout out to whoever's listening that's supporting all the DJs and everyone that's kind of is listening and supporting this record. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so we're going to play thank a little you. bit uh, more later because we want to hear Wayne G's. He's a big time remixer producer. Uh, Wayne G and, um, and Andy and Alder on that. So Andy that's... Alder, right. Mm-hmm. And then we'll throw in Tweaker's mix too, uh, just to give you an idea. But um, uh, we were just talking between some of the songs how Caroline is coming back onto the live stage uh, and maybe yes. we'll be collaborating with Salvador in one of your events. Yeah, I'd love to see. But we have uh, the our Imperial Crown Prince and Princess Ball that we have in January. Oh, nice. But uh, our coronation, I would love to, to have you there. The uh, theme of it is going to be a night at the Black Cat in, in tribute to Mama Jose, who used to perform there. Oh, okay. And uh, uh-huh. my empress, Emma Peel, who yeah. loves to do cabaret and live singing. I was okay. like, why not? Why not? You know, introduce us again. Like, let's let's bring back live music into the coronations and and, and well, show them what we're all about here in San Francisco. I would love to be a part of that. I would yeah. love to, and I support that. And I love people who support having live entertainment mm-hmm. because this is a city for it, and there's so much talent. And so, yes, absolutely. I, I said can, yes. Oh, great, 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 great. Fabulous, <laughs> everyone heard like right? Flaggers going in the background. I could just see like all this. Like, oh, I am a mean <laughs> flagger. You guys are gonna so work it know. out and turn it out. Yes. I can sing and flag. Wow, okay. It's so funny. Actually, I just took the flags out of my purse because I'm always ready. (laughs) There's two things Caroline carries with her is flags and a microphone at all times. Nice. And a bus. So let's have a nice round of applause for Caroline Lund. uh, She's going to go out to the green room for just a couple minutes and come back and help us interview Matt Consola, who's yes. in Portland, Oregon. Right now, uh, Salvador, I need your help on this next segment. Okay. What we're going to do now is in, 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 um, inaugurate a new drag queen to the city okay. by the name of Miss uh, Ekor Paisley. Hello. Aww. Hello, hello, hello. But what we need to do is get the uh, established drag queens in here. So we're talking about marijuana. Marijuana Can you introduce? House. Let's go. She is actually one of my daughters in here. Yeah, she is Miss Go- Miss uh, not in Golden Gate. Oops, Miss Cowgirl. I know. Come on in, Miss Cowgirl. <laughs> I'll ring that bell time. on the way in, and then let's also invite Raza um, Italia in here because she's an established dancer and artist. Come all on right, in. Raza, we're, we're really going to turn it out, and then the mother of all drag queens and performance artists. Well, she's not a drag queen. She's the living legend herself, Miss Amelia Monroe. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna. What do you call it? Like when you're in a fraternity or a sorority? What is it called? Oh, hazing. Hazing. Yeah. Yes. Welcome oh. to your haze. We'll be right back after this short musical break. <laughs> Don't go anywhere, folks. If you have any questions for the new girl in town, 415-550-0511. Let's get ready for that hazing. 
You're listening to the House of Pride show with Tweaker Turner, Amelia Moreau, and Salvador Babal. Yes, yes. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. We got, we've got a great fraternity slash sorority hazing initiation about to take place here. Let's shut the music off and get right into it. So welcome, uh, Echoria Paisley, or Echo, as your friends call you. Just call me Echo. Echo, echo, echo. So this is where all these uh, us established drag queens and performers go around and shoot out questions you have to answer. First thing that comes to your mind without thinking. Okay. We in the Okay. All right. Who's going first? Marijuana? Top or bottom? Oh. Bottom. I mean, you know. <laughs> that wasn't hard to figure out. <laughs> but, but however so. <laughs> Next, Salvador. Favorite coast, east or west? Uh, I just got to here, but I loved Miami. I went to Miami for two months job stay, two, uh, four and a half years, but I already love it here more. Great. All right. That's my answer. You love it. My turn. Spearmint or Elma's glue? <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what kind of day it is. <laughs> Amelia Monroe. So when you tug, do you use a jack strap or duct the, tape? The, duct. Yes, duct tape. I used the blue jean pantyhose and little two-year-old so boy yeah. Batman underwear. Mm. Uh, what did you say? A two what? So yeah. Two-year-old Batman underwear, like little whitey tidies. Uh huh. It keeps the everything together. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> Amelia, <'cause the>, uh, <laughs> set this boy straight. <laughs> a modified well, jock strap. I have a lot to put up there. So you can basically just make a gaff your own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like three layers. So the, yeah, yeah. Jeans, bottomless jeans, mm -hmm. and elastic of tights. Mm-hmm. Shit up. Yep. There you go, boom. It'll keep it in. And then seven layers of dance tights and to keep seven. Them <laughs> wow. mm -hmm. I like them to make it bigger. I like a big black Miss Miss Raza Vitalia, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, what genre are you like? What do you work with? Like music and. Um, I What's work with aesthetic? many, many things, just like my artwork, um, as far as, you know, my regular artwork, not drag. Um, I like many different things. I like to play and toy with all different genres and eras. I love um, musical to theatrical um, to dancing, everything. If you picked up, I like to play with toys. You That's kind of that. where I went. Mm -hmm. oh. That's oh, the really? next segment there. <laughs> Caroline, do you have a question for this budding drag persona? <laughs> She's like, what? Wait a minute, what world am I in? <laughs> Better swallow, I mean, just what? All right, I, I have a, I have a question. Okay, Nerf balls or treasure chests? Together? <laughs> you're, not, you're not supposed because to think, honey. Just whatever comes out. <laughs> I'll, I'll shoot the treasure chest with the Nerf ball. There you go. Who's going to chest you shooting now? <laughs> Are we still going? Go ahead, honey. Amelia Moreau. Have you ever been fisted? No? Okay. Meow. Would you like to try it? I know, right? Would you, Would like, you like to try? try? <laughs> mm-hmm. I use Estee Lauder wrinkle cream to keep it tight back there, okay? <laughs> All the more reason to recover, honey. Seriously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Does it have a name? Does it have a name? Sam? 
Sam. Oh, Sam. Like it's, You're so tight tonight. Sam's Club. Oh, yeah, right. Can I get a discount? about the booty or the front hair? I was confused. Salvador. No, so, so I have a question. Um, Echo. They're all blushing over here. We should be on live right now. Where, where did Echo come from? Tell me um, your, your drag persona name. When I started out, um, I wanted to be really edgy and like a rocker kind of chick. And I felt like... Um, Echo explained how I like to just enter a room and my presence echo throughout. Okay. Mm. What brought you out to the Bay? Um, San Francisco seems to have the people um, with that kind of eye of art that um, I produce. I work with interior designers and um, with restaurants and stuff doing murals and canvas work. I pull in all color. Um, brain fart, sorry. I pull in color scheme of a place and make a piece to fit a home. So we tolerate smut out here is what you're saying. <laughs> you'll, have the, you'll have the eye for the abstract. Oh, okay. Where are you from? I am from New Orleans. I was graduated um, school and college in Baton Rouge, which is an hour away from New Orleans. Mm -hmm. um, but that's where I'm from, yeah. Fabulous. Wow. Mm -hmm. I, we, I used to, oh, somebody's calling in. I wonder if that's a oh, question shit. for you. Should we just take a chance? Yeah. Oh, totally. spin the bottle. Uh-oh. Well, good. I mean... Uh, this is the first time, I guess, that New Orleans isn't getting the, the hurricane. It's out in Florida this time. It's out on the East Coast. So, yep. <laughs> that is sweet cream. She cranks this every Wednesday. Ooh, sweet cream. Tell me your dreams. Sweet cream, it's always a pleasure. So New Orleans, um, you know, I used to live in New Orleans on Bourbon Street on the 800 block next to the Paradise. Did you? And then it, it burned down that winter I lived there. Yes, that Just was, that was a bit ago. In. 1993, a long time. I don't even think you were born. I saw the blueprints to the building um, when it was built. Oh, the, uh, the archives. Yeah, great. Oh. Fantastic. <laughs> so I'm going to say something really off the wall right now. I've never been to New Orleans. Oh, like, oh. girl, you got to go. It's a good town. You have got to yeah. prepare I could talk good. <laughs> I could totally see you. You're getting that eye. I could totally see you pitching Tim Tucker's Timware gear in New Orleans, oh, Amelia. Folk, that was a sidebar. No, that Tim Salvador. Just a quick sidebar. Tim Tucker is in the green room. Let's have a nice round of applause. He'll be, he'll be coming in in just a few, and talking about his special gear. Special wear. No, no tucking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just the tucker. So New Orleans. Are you happy to be here, honey? I am happy to be here. I'm so happy to be a part of the weather. Oh, my goodness. I feel like I can breathe for the first time. It's too humid Touched down there. For the very first too humid. Time. I feel like I'm swimming when I walk out the door. Oh, yeah. Do you like hot weather, Amelia? <clears throat> Do you like it hot? <laughs> It depends on the day. Exactly. Yeah. Well, actually, no. I'm from the Midwest. Can't talk right well. now. I'm actually from the Midwest, so it's when it gets like 100 degrees and we have winter storms. So, yeah. Girl, where well, are you I'm from? Actually, no. I didn't know you were from Saint the Midwest. Oh, okay. All right. Where are you from? St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis. Missouri. Now, marijuana. Where are you from? Chicago. Um, you guys are like. Hello. <laughs> oh, I tried to practice mine. Kissing cousins, honey. I did it. <laughs> we are representing the whole United States right up in here today in the control room. Raza, oh, where yes. are you from? Oh, hell, I don't know. Ah, <laughs> I know where you're know. from. She's from New York. <laughs> <laughs> and Caroline? Well, I'm originally from West Africa. I'm Representing. All right. 
So I feel like you've passed our um, initiation. initiation. Congratulations. Wait, have you performed in San Francisco? Yeah, that's a yeah, good yeah, I have not. I reached out to okay. this one over here. I saw um, oh. a show. She's a virgin. Last Saturday, the, the Saturday before last, and um, I saw two queens fisting somebody on stage, and it was. But she don't fist though. No. But I was like, oh my gosh, these people come out and they just fucking do what they want to do. It's I'm all blood and guts excited. here. <laughs> See you in two months, honey. Oh, you just got here, boo. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, li- folks listening to us, she exactly. is a virgin. She needs a show to, like, be oh, yeah. broken into. What, what are you doing this Saturday? This Saturday? Mm-hmm. You tell me, honey. All right. Oh. Well, we have our monthly fundraiser here for the United Court of Love and Friendship, and the theme is Wigs and Frocks. It's it's for it's to help us raise money for actually the San Francisco Gay and Lesbian Freedom Band. Yeah. In 1983, Mama Jose helped them out to to um, purchase new uniforms, and, and they were I mean the uniforms they had were, were falling apart and so forth. Now roll it to 2016, they're in need of uniforms again. So the fundraiser is to raise money for our San Francisco Gay and Lesbian Freedom Band so that they can acquire new uniforms. So I definitely love to have you if you're available. You will always have me to have. Part of anything. Oh, and she just with. unsold her soul. No. You will always have no. me. Get ready to work for free. Um, no, if it's, if it's a charity event or anything like that, I am always on board. Did you say trade event? No, charity. Oh, charity event. Well, the trade happens afterwards, honey. Come yeah. on, you know that. Yeah, they're gonna talk off off air. Um, so right now we're gonna take a little break. We have to call folks Portland, Oregon, and talk to Matt Consola, who has Switchcraft label. He has lots of new releases. One in particular he wants to talk about. You guys can help me with the interview, okay? It's gonna be live on the radio. We'll be right back. Uh, and we'll dedicate this song to um, Miss Echo over here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back at House of Pride Radio with Tweeka Turner. Salvadorable and our other host. Hey, so nice to see you, Amelia, in person here. Thank you for coming in. <coughs> Let me clear my throat. <laughs> so right now, I'd like to bring to our control room, live from Portland, Oregon, Matt Consola. Can you hear us, Matt? I can hear you. Hello, everybody. Hey, Matt. Welcome, Matt. You are now live with the, a room full of drag queens and the emperor of San Francisco. Sorry about it. <laughs> Oh, and Caroline Lund is in the house. Hey, Matt. Hey, Caroline. Hello. Hello, love. How are you? 
I'm doing great. Great to hear from you. Oh, wonderful to hear from you. We were just playing your remix of Move Your Body that uh, Lil put out the second round. Oh, nice. And uh, sounding, that was a fabulous remix, Matt. Do you remember? Uh, oh, I, I loved working on it. Yeah, no, that was a great track. Um, it's number 28 on Starfleet Record Pool this week. All the remixes. Congratulations, folks. Uh, so, Matt, you have yeah. your your label has some new products out. Can you tell us what's going on? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a really crazy um, end of summer and beginning of uh, autumn. Um, right now, we just released the original mix of... Uh, to be able to love, which is the cover of the old uh, Je- uh, uh, Jessica Folker track, mm-hmm. huh. uh, George Garris and DJ Black uh, Blacklow featuring Brenda Reed. Uh, so the original track, original version just came out, and the remix has come out in two weeks. And we've got all kinds of great remixers uh, all over the board, from uh, uh, Toy Armada and DJ Grind to uh, DJ uh, to the to Rich B to um, uh, some of the circuit guys like uh, the Virgo Brothers and House of Labs and Jay Santos and Brent Law. So all kinds of uh, mixes across the board from Deep House, Tech House, the circuit. Um, and we also have um, the original mix right now out of the new Tony Moran and Danny Toro single featuring um, Shana Roya called Lick Me Up, which is an original track. And those remixes are coming out in, for, in a couple weeks. Fab- uh, we fabulous. Fabulous. So, Matt, Matt, your label is called... Actually, you have two labels, don't you? What's that? Your, what's the name of your labels? Swishcraft Music. That's right. Swishcraft. Say that three times, folks. Swishcraft. <laughs> um, well, Matt, why don't we have a listen to the new song, um, To Be Able to Love. Uh, it's, um, it's, it's, it's by... Uh, it's featuring Brenda Reed. She's a, one of your in-house artists, isn't that correct? She is. She is from the Bay Area. She lives uh, up in wine country, and um, she was on my last couple personal singles, and She's an I'm amazing really excited to have her on this track. Well, folks, here we go. We're going to listen to the original mix, To Be Able to Love. Uh, here goes. It's buffering. Yeah, that's sounding fierce, Matt. To be able to love a theme that all LGBT or gay community yeah. <laughs> can aspire to. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Ouch. Absolutely. Yeah, so the remixes on that come out on the 21st, so we're excited wow. for that. So. Tell us a little bit about your remixes. Who, who do you have on the project? Um, on To Be Able to Love, give me one quick second here. We've got... Um, <laughs> 
uh, Lucius Lowe out of London, who does a, a fantastic new disco remix. Um, myself and Division Four, we do sort of a classic house mix. Uh, Toy Armada and DJ Grind do a big um, anthem mix. The Virgo Brothers are doing a big anthem mix. House of Labs is there doing a, sort of a dark late night mix. Um, and then we've got a you know, second set of uh, an EP that will be coming out later after that, and that's going to feature everyone from Dirty Disco to Luke and Thiago, the wow. Perry Twins, um, Dan DeLeon. So and it's, it's going to be a really big release. That's pretty awesome. Do that again, Marijuana. Dark. The dark late night mix. Yes. Late night mix, yes. <laughs> so we're, which... We've um, been doing that a lot with um, our releases lately where... We're putting out the original first, letting it, you know, seep in a little bit and then follow it up with the remixes. Yeah. We're doing the same thing with the Tony Moran mix, and we also have a Danny Verdi and Stephen Redant uh, track called Get Up, Stand Up, and we're about to have a, a new set of remixes come out on that. So um, That's pretty sweet. I think, yeah, I think that's important to... That way. Yeah, I think it's important to get the, the news out about the song, get, get it, you know, marinating through everybody's vibes, and all of a sudden, then everybody's different interpretation of it. I think that's pretty pretty rad to have. I use yeah, rad. Oh, my gosh. Like, you, you also use marinated. Yeah, can I get some Parmesan on that marinated track, okay. please? What is the question? What are you marinating <laughs> it in? That is true. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Are you still with us? <laughs> <laughs> so how's it going? You moved to uh, Seattle? Moved to Seattle as, you know, where, or not Seattle, uh, Portland, Oregon. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, no, moved up to Portland, Oregon. Absolutely love it up here. Um, the funny thing is there's so many San Francisco people yeah. up here that um, uh, every time you turn around, it's like somebody else is moving up. So Wow. Um, it's, this place is really like San Francisco 20 years ago. It just has Aww. this exploding oh. music Ugh. scene, food scene, art scene. Wow. Um, I, re- I really love it up here. Oh, damn. I feel like moving right now. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Well, Can Matt, I, I, will, I will be up there in two weeks. Uh, Portland is having their coronation, and uh, I'll, be, I'll actually be, for the first time, I'll be driving from San Francisco up there. I decided to do something different. Oh, fantastic. Actually, it's a great drive. I've done it you know, quite a few times. One or five. What is your recommendation? What's that? Oh, girl. Google it. Yeah, Highway 101 all the way up. Matt, uh, um, we're going to let you go, but before we do that, what song, what other um, remix should we listen to of To Be Able to Love? I'm I'm on Um, SoundCloud right now. Oh, uh, well, why don't you go ahead and, uh, well, let's see. um, How about Division 4 and Matt Consola? No? What's that? They can always check out mine later. Check out the Lucius Lowe. I really love what he did with the whole new disco take on it oh fabulous okay so it's called to be able to let's reiterate um salvador and everyone to be able to love um brenda reed um it is the lucius low new disco remix and where did you say he was based again he's based out of london fabulous we get to hear some international remixing up in here all right here it goes i am excited
right, all right. Caroline is singing right along with it here. <laughs> that was a good one, indeed. Are you with us, Matt? I'm still here. Well, thank you for having me on. <laughs> thank you for making the time to be with us again. We love it, like catching up with what you are doing from the time to time. So, anytime you need us uh, to do a shout out for you, just uh, give us a little holler. We'll be here. Absolutely. And just to kind of let you know, coming up, we've got brand new tracks from. Dan Slater out of um, Australia. We've got a track with Peyton coming up, uh, who's currently on the, the UK X Factor. Wow. Um, we've got a band, another band out of Australia that's doing a cover of the old Dream. Things can only get better. So a lot of fun tracks coming up for the end of the year. Awesome. Where can folks go to check out your your products, your At music? Swishcraftmusic.com and swish as in swishy. Swishcraft. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Folks, let's have a nice round of applause for the one and only Matt Consola. Yeah, Matt. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, everyone. Bye. You always have a great week. Yeah. You too, baby. Well, Matt, I'll see you in two weeks up there in uh, Portland, Coronation. Are you flying up, honey? No, I'm going to drive. That's what I was talking about, the drive. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm going to be singing it now. Caroline, where can folks find information about your music? Uh, basically, I guess, uh, like, Google me. <laughs> um, well, we have, a, I don't have a website myself, but I'm um, on iTunes. Um, most, I'm on, uh, Kate didn't ask me this question. Really. <laughs> uh, Paul Goodyear's uh, label, uh, Goodyear Music. Um, I have a track outlaw with that. And then, of course, it saved music. Uh, okay. So basically, iTunes. Uh, yes, I, actually, yeah. I've searched you on iTunes, yeah. and a lot of your songs come up. So yeah, folks, check out stuff. her sound. We have somebody calling in. Who could it be? Ooh. I don't know. Let's find out. Raise yourselves for impact. Are you guys ready? Yes. House of Pride ready, or you're live on the air. Who is it? This is Justy Moorhead Maletti. Oh, Justy Moorhead Maletti! Oh, what do you want, girl? <laughs> my face with banana bread. Of course. And um, Raza and I were just chatting. She said, Colin, so hey. Oh, thanks, Raza, for booking guests on, on our show. <laughs> <laughs> that was very kind of you. Yes, welcome. Now, um, how did you make it back okay? Or are you coming? I'm confused. She's coming right now. <laughs> Where are you? Why is that so loud? Shut that. Lower the volume on that. On that. Okay, speak up, honey. Where are you right this second? Where am I? Hold on one second. <laughs> She's, she has banana. She, she needs to <laughs> chew and swallow the banana bread. Can you hear me? Yes. Is that better? It's much better. Where are you? I'm in Boston. When are, when are you coming to our great city of San Francisco? I leave Friday morning. I'll be out there by 10 o'clock, roughly. Roughly speaking... Yes, and your first performance is? I will be at uh, Balançois with Cruz and Delu Friday night at 8 o'clock. Very nice. Fabulous. It'll be fun. Who's that in the background? Okay. Uh, go ahead, folks. Who's here? It's Tweaker, Salvador. Caroline. And Amelia. Marijuana. We have Echo. Also. Echo. I do believe you know marijuana quite well, don't you? Yes, I think so. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Raza. So Raza's watching me talk. Yes, Raza is. She's a um, 
videology, what is that word? Videography, whatever. Videographers in the house. Videographer in the house. Hey, now, isn't, isn't that a hurricane up there? No, not yet. No, not Florida. yet. Got it. Yeah, it's still, well, where is that? I think it's the Bahamas right now. Florida. There's no, it's it, like mandatory evacuation. Yeah. Oh. yeah we don't, we don't but if she's leaving, in, like, yeah. thank you, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> but it has potential to go up there, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it, they always say that, and then it like you know. Different tracks that it could take, and, and we'll probably get some. Well, we've got to keep steamrolling ahead, folks. We have so many guests to get through. Uh, what would you like the world to know, um, Dusty? Uh, I would like the world to know that I will be in San Francisco Friday. You can catch me at Balancois for the early show. Then you can catch me at the Stud for something. And then Saturday night, I will be in San Jose headlining at Woo Woo's Circus at Renegade. Of, <laughs> of course you home. will. So it's a quick in and out visit. Uh, check my Facebook for all my trips. I'm doing four states, eight cities in the next four months. Wow. She's on a whirlwind tour. Well, we do love our quick releases here. Yes. No, that's you, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love you guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh. Talk soon. Okay, I'll see you Friday. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta like get right in there real quick. We're gonna lose <laughs> Dusty. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we wanna, Raza. I know Raza is on a timeline. So tell us where, where, where you're performing, girl. What's coming up with you? Oh, mm, the DNA Lounge on October 19th. All right. October 19th. That's it. It's a Wednesday. Sweet. It's a Wednesday. What's, what's the event? I know. Is that weird? Uh, it's called Peep Show. Okay. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Did you guys kiss that? Did you kiss that? She said, oh, it's October what? 19. And then she said, that's it. And that's, <laughs> it. <laughs> that's it. Goodbye. That's it. So I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's but you, oh, she said The it. Peep Show now. Come on, Amelia. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. is kind of up our alley here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I've never been to Peep Show, so what is it? It's a new show that they have at, uh, well, it's a place called Code Word, which is actually the DNA Lounge. Got it. And it's like a little special so, secret underground space. Uh, well, What's the Peep Show is a drag variety burlesque show, so it's something like. So you guys have just burlesque, you have boy burlesque, and I all have that. Everything, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, it's a good show. It's a I'm new here for show. The ball, it's like a. It's been. I ran about four times already. Nice. Every. Um, was it third Wednesday? Like, Third yeah. Wednesdays. Hmm. I'm gonna see my first peep show. Okay. <laughs> and how do people find out about this or get tickets to the show? Oh well, you can contact me. I'll let you know. All right. And how do they get in touch with you? Rawr. All right. Rawr. 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 Uh, okay. Pick me up there. Okay. Rasa, R-A-S-A-V-I-T-A-L-I-A. That's right. I like that sultry voice. Mm. That's a great I radio voice. I can now 
Well, that's awesome. Mary, now tell us about you. Tell us some of your events that are coming up. Okay, so she got her own night up at the Lookout, mm-hmm. October 27th, the Thursday before Halloween. And then also, we're going to do um, Slate a Little Trailer Trash Girls over at Balançois, um the 15th, I think. And then after that, over at Spice Rack at OMG, we're doing Trump Apocalypse. Because we all know that if that asshole wins, you know, whatever. So come on, check it out. And then, um, I don't know, my birthday's on the 29th. I don't know, whatever. Right? Okay, she's a Scorpio, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got other things down, too. You want to... <laughs> Now, Mary, you had you your show just just uh, you guys just had it last yeah, week, right? It was the first. Post, we just had like, anything goes over yeah. at the lookout, and it was a wonderful little shit show. The CD player didn't work, and so I had to like stall and be cute and like touch groins while we made the music work. And I basically ran the entire show off of Spotify, but I totally own all the rights to my songs. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun. People had fun. Um, we had Sarah converted, Divine Miss Bovine, Era Maya, Shane Zaldivar. It was like a lot of girls. And we just, um, the whole point of Anything Goes is to conserve that space within San Francisco where you can just like be like weird. Right. Yourself. Not, not weird. Not weird. Right. Ms. Amelia here is right. It's not weird. It's yourself. And we have to like, and we have to make those spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to embrace it. And that's what we're here to protect. And that's why I'm doing a show. So anything goes, it'll be on the 27th. It's the Thursday before Halloween. So bring your best little succubi outfits and we'll see you there. Very, very nice. Fabulous, fabulous. Well, now he's been waiting in the green room for quite some time. Bring him in. Amelia, why don't you do the honors, honey? Tim. Well, let me, (laughs) Amelia, let our listening audience know who's coming in. So it's my good friend, Tim Tucker. He's a... Underwear designer. Oh, yeah. I have a song for him. (laughs) I bet you do. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Tim Tucker, ladies and gentlemen, he is the inventor of a line of underwear, I believe, entitled Tim Gear. Yeah, tim-gear.com. Let's get that out of the way right away. Mm-hmm. All right, and are you wearing your product? I am wearing my product today. Raza, this is a time to be product. filming right now as he's going to show us what it looks like. <laughs> Log on to Snapchat. Wait a minute, I'll go live. Oh, like, oh, do I have to take my shirt off? Yes, you do. Whatever you're inspired to do, honey. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hey. See, I, see this is the thing. It's like all of us designers don't look good. That's why <laughs> All right, Tim, let's see that underwear. How would you? Good. What hue of underwear is that? Uh, it, this is actually a crimson. Oh. As in, just lost my cherry crimson. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just popped it earlier today. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. Thank That's you. right, I did it. <laughs> Who's the? Who was the lucky bear? Um, well, Woo. we did a photo shoot today. So. 
<laughs> she doesn't remember. She, so it, it, it's it a blackout moment. Four or five guys, I can't even remember. So yeah. tell us what uh, what is your brand? Um, so I am running Tim Gear brand. We are a sports brand that is trying to break the white cis male mold of uh, gay wear. Uh, mm. We are contributing. Um, a lot to the LGBTQFWXYZ and our, you know, girl, there's so many letters. Um, but uh, specifically, we are, we are just out there trying to create um, a brand that everybody can look up to. Nice. Mm, look up to. That's the shit. Yes, girl. Look up to, look down to, get around. Mm, and I think that's a in. good. I think that's a good thing to have, like inclusion. I think that's a, a, a word that's that's being used right now, especially with our debates and how things are going and how some of the candidates are one way or the other. But this is a great opportunity to be inclusive of all of our, our community here. I think it's right. awesome. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 really interesting to uh, get out there, and I think one of the biggest um, topics that we're we're discussing right now is that of masculinity mm -hmm. and what is masculinity yeah. um, and our my brand in particular is um, we consider it to be a masculine brand okay that being said um, a lot of the models that we're bringing in um, we're actually I'm, I'm always working on about 15 different projects at one time because there's just so much to cover and there's just me um, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Right? right? Now, this is what they don't tell you. <laughs> so where is your line? Is it an online product or do you? is it in some stores as well? We are um, carried in a few stores um, around the nation currently. Mm -hmm. um, this is a startup line, so we primarily base ourselves off of our website. But I'm really, really excited for November. So um, the... The launch of the, the sample. We all get a pair of underwear today. Woo! And you get a pair. And, and you, you get a pair. Thanks, Oprah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the old logo from uh, the Tim Gear is kind of based off of this uh, born and porn concept that we were doing for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, I Which, like that design. Right? I, I would. What size is that? Uh, I brought a variety of sizes. This oh, is an extra large. Oh, that, for Salvador. Girl. For the big girl. Oh, oh she went there. <laughs> for the big girl. Um, but but we, we kind of were looking at this, and uh, we're, we're really excited for our launch, which we're actually going to be um, wholesaling and distributing to retailers across uh, the U.S., Mexico, Canada, and the UK. It's really a, right. a well-made product. Wouldn't you agree, Amelia? I would. Oh, but, but what, I did, um, I did uh -oh. happen to bring my prototypes for the brand new logo. Ladies oh. and gentlemen, oh. it's a House of Pride exclusive, wh yeah. which we love. Ser seriously, we love no exclusives. one has even okay. seen this yet. That's why I brought it to the radio. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me go live so everyone can have a look. Um, so we, we are actually... Um, producing our um, brand new line of Tim Gear. We redid the logo. Oh, she got jock shift though. Mm. Oh, girl. We uh, that's for your that's for your um, grinder um, encounters. It's all Leave wicky. My grinder profile out of this. It's easy to wear. It's a cotton wick blend. Ooh. Amelia's like, how can I um, 
accessorate this into my number next week. Right. How well do these take? Can I wear it as a top? Yeah. These are the prototypes. They're not exactly done, but we did finally get our packaging down too. So it's gonna. How does? Oh wow! I want to try this one on. What is it? Oh, that's a cute box. I like that. Your box is so cute. I know. Ladies and gentlemen, if anyone has a question for Tim Tucker and if always wanted to um, ask about underwear products, or now or is models. or models, yes, now is your chance. Four one five 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 zero zero five one one is our number. House of Pride Radio. Four one five 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 zero zero five one one. Tim and Amelia, how do you guys know each other? And Amelia, when was the first time you saw <laughs> Tim's underwear? Is it hot in here, or is it just me? Oh, very nice. nice. That goes back yeah. some time now, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. And I moved here and I met him. I seen him again. And I was like, wait, Tim Gear, what is this? What is this? And then he's like, oh, this is my line. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> <laughs> together and boom, there it is. Can I wear this for t- my trick tonight? Oh, well, that's my prototype. You oh. can wear the old shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you, honey. I, like I got logo. girl. I like no, is this, no. The, is this the crimson? That is cute. The yeah, black and crimson. That, that's the black and crimson. But Freshly no, popped cherry. These just remain stain free for at least another week. All right. Won't <laughs> last. Won't last. So speaking of, he says he makes his wear for masculinity. Me and him had a talk. You want to talk about that? Okay. We had a talk. I pissed something. Got, to how to talk about masculinity? Well, I pissed something to him that he we should try something more. Um, Oh, like with me. Oh yeah. So, yeah. actually, um, I've got two projects I'm bringing Amelia in to. Um, both video projects. Um, I also. Um, oh, oh, more plugs. Um, I'm. I've have my uh, music video. I collaborated with Adrenaline Room, and oh, we'll be uh, launching our music video for the Tim Gear Black Line, which is the line that you are seeing. Uh, we're calling it. Black for back to black or back to basics, mm. um, which I think is something that a lot of the gay community needs to get back to. Yeah. Just my opinion. Just the opinion. <laughs> Just my opinion. Um, but we're also working on a couple other products coming out that Amelia is going to be working on. Um, one of which is the Tim Gear Black Fragrance, mm. which will be launching this uh, actually right for Black Friday. How exciting! Yes. Um, and I did bring a sample of that in, in here too, if anybody wants to. Did know. you bring a sample? Uh, girl, I brought samples of everything. What, what can Shit. we actually take home with us today? Uh, and you can take home my tank top. I'll take like, that. <laughs> I brought underwear and tank tops. Oh, bring, oh, well, throw uh, Tweeka a tank top. Here to go, Tweeka. Catch, girl. You're good at that. <laughs> Um, oh, all right, marijuana. I'll keep that in. I'm, I'm a good catcher, is what you're implying. I mean, I just, it's not an insult, it's a compliment. Know? I just, you know, I, work gets around. Are you girl. blushing? No, my, my cheeks are, though, but, you know, because they're ready. You look lovely tonight. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, the difference that Pretty three and hours pink. makes. Yes. yes. Don't play. Okay, dulce de leche. Don't play. Miss Ting is always ready. Oh, mm-hmm, she knows. Mm. Oh, and even though Amelia's wearing shades. Uh, she looks um, pretty fierce. Mm. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can can any of our guests have something? Or yes, oh, girls, jump on in. I always. Oh I always my God, we are so in love media. with uh, Tim Tucker and his brand Tim Gear right here on House of Bride Radio. He's giving out some samples of his product right now. Now, if you want some of Tim's products, you go to uh, tim-gear.com. Um, or make sure that you like us on uh, our YouTube channel, which is Tim Gear. We're doing a couple contests this October. Um, if you want to see us live in San Francisco or me live in San Francisco, we've got four events coming up this October as well, including our Globe Party on the 21st oh. over at, um, oh God, Q Bar. I got a list of these. I should pull this up. That's a, oh, <laughs> she's got a uh, list. Glow party on the 21st. Um, we are doing our bonfire video shoot. So I need extras for our bonfire video shoot. Raza. Um, you can contact hey. me. You're a model. Volunteered. <laughs> so you hear he needs to Oh, she doesn't work for free girl. <laughs> uh, we'll be sponsoring Hellbound. Okay. Uh, this year as well, which is the 28th. Um, or you can see us after Brute. We'll be um, doing the raunch party um, at Oasis mm. starting at 4 a.m. Get your little after hours on. All right, at 4 a.m. You're overloading our senses. If you want to find out all the details, go to Tim Tucker's page right now. Buy a, buy a shirt or some undergear. Mm-hmm. There are other is uh, everything reasonably priced? Uh, yeah, actually very reasonably uh, reasonable price. Um, Fabulous. Our underwear is twenty four ninety ninety five. Our socks. Um, socks. Yeah, I've got socks. I've got scrimmage. I got short socks. I got shorts. Um, and then we're doing. A are those the socks, Mary? I mean, these color line from spring. <laughs> very nice. I'm so excited for you and your um, empire. As it, uh, as it grows ever so steadily. Right? Yeah, and I'd love to work with you in some of the things that we do with the court because of some of our models and stuff that we have that are dancing, maybe to, to advertise you, especially with what, what your brand is about. It's about the masculinity. I really enjoy that. Right, and, and yeah. we do a lot of stuff with um, nonprofits right now, too. Um, I'm actually on uh, the board for StopProp60.com. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> Get uh, make sure you get on to um, stop60.com and uh, is that that soda tax on groceries no, no girl not. this is condoms and porn no, okay. it's a trap it's, it's a, a trap, trap. <laughs> do a barrel roll <laughs> China okay what's the trap uh, the trap um, this is started by this this little organization down in LA called the AIDS health fair um, AIDS health health god I can't speak AIDS Healthcare Foundation um, by this very criminal mastermind named Michael Weinstein. Mm -hmm. uh, this is also the same same man who, when Prep came out, called it a gay party drug. Okay, so what's the problem here with Proposition Number Sixty? Proposition Number Sixty basically puts him in charge uh -huh. of all porn. In uh, the state of California. Oh, uh, so he's the porn czar. He's going to turn into, we, we, we're not using that word, but yes, porn I, czar. Oh, okay. So he's going to basically inhibit, uh, put prohibit rather, um, regulate things in the it, industry. It's, it's beyond that. It's, it's also beyond that. The, it's um, also where our, our tax dollars are going to okay. make sure that this is going to be enforced. And we are going to have to get OSHA 
to basically watch all of these porn videos in all of these cases to make sure that there is a visible condom. Oh, I see. I volunteer. So I, I think there should never be one person in charge of all porn. It should always be a group of people. I mean, right? right? A helping hand, you know? Or, or several. Oh, yeah. and, and really, I don't think that we should do an organization like OSHA for that. I mean, we could do a public viewing. Yes. Everybody could, like, write down on a ballot. You know, Come make on, it very Geisha. more democratic. Yeah. And do you make porn yourself, um, Tim? Are you in the porn industry? I am not um, specifically making porn myself, no. Um, but I will say that someone that works with a lot of models, especially in California. Why are you, laugh? Why are you laughing, Amelia? You look at me. I know you do porn. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret life she lives. She hasn't come out yet. Welcome Actually, to House no. of Pride Radio. Seriously. <laughs> no, 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 she doesn't. But um, a lot of our models, and I think it's an important thing to look at how close the porn and the art industry yeah. are interconnected. And we need to take care of each other. It's just like you know, saying that the gay community should not look after the black community. If we don't do that, we're hurting ourselves. Yeah, and is Mr. Weinstein, Weinstein, is it? It's Weinstein. Is he uh, heterosexual or homosexual? I, you know, uh, I hope he doesn't get laid at all. That's all I got to <laughs> <He's> say. He's heterosexual, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's in, yes. Well, on that note, um, let's take a short musical break because guess what? We have to call Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, and talk to DJ BJ Ricky Six. Coming up, folks, we'll be right back after this short musical break by Missy Missy Elliott. DJ, please. So water, oh. boy, oh boy, it's good to know ya. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your primitive plan yet. It's your primitive plan yet. If you got a big, let me search it. To find out how hard I gotta work ya. It's your primitive plan yet. It's your primitive plan yet. If you a fly gal, get your nails done. Get a pedicure, get your hair did. Boy, lift it up, let's make a toaster. tricks on ya. Girlfriend wanna be like me, never. You won't find a bitch that's even better. I make you hot as Las Vegas weather. Listen up close while I take it backwards. Okay, begins to be listen me, which I want. I'm not a prostitute, but I can give you what you want. I love your brains and your mouth full of 
the phones. You know the way my ass go, ba boom ba boom boom. Keep your eyes on my ba boom ba boom boom. You think you can handle this? Ka don't ka don't don't. Take my thong off and my ass go boom. Cut the lights on so you see what I can do. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your permit if it's wet yet. It's your permit if it's wet yet. If you got a big, let me search it. If I know how hard I gotta work yet. It's your permit if it's wet yet. It's your permit if it's wet yet. Boys, boys, all type of boys. Black, white, Puerto Rican, Chinese boys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're live. House of Pride Radio, folks. We're live. Attention spans. All right, here we go. We're live with Nashville, Tennessee, speaking to VJ DJ Ricky Six. Can you hear us? I can hear you. How's everybody doing? We're doing good. It's a full room. Let's go around and tell us. Uh, we want Ricky. We want you to know who's in the room with us. Yeah, of course, it's me, Tweeka, your friend Tweeka. Hello. Well, Hello. your new friend Amelia Monroe. Hello, my dear. Hello. Your new new friend Tim Tucker. <laughs> Your Hello. super new friend, Caroline Lund. Your new, 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 new friend, Marijuana. Oh, I'm sure Ricky knows all about Marijuana. I mean, I heard. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, you know, there's always that rumor. So, folks, Rick, Ricky, welcome back. We love having you on now. I'm super excited about your top 30. Can you tell us a little bit about the songs that have made the top 10 this week? Uh, well, it's, uh, I actually have my list pulled up here. Um, what I do with the list is basically I do 10 new songs for the week. It's not like a billboard chart where it keeps the same songs on repetition every week and, you know, goes up and down based upon charting like that. Uh, it's the new promotionals that I get every week, which usually ranges anywhere between 650 songs to about a thousand songs a week. And I narrow it down to as hard as it is to the top 10. Um, just to name a couple of things on here, um, there's a new Terry B song that came out not too long ago that I put on there. Um, she's, uh, she's one I met at Winter Music Conference. Uh, there's a, there's not really many big names on this week's list. Um, but, um, yeah, and what I do also is there's a, a Blast from the Past song, which in this case is Casey and the Sunshine Band's Get Down Tonight, because I figured, hey, why not go back farther? So. Get down tonight, babe. That, that's a good <laughs> <Come> one. <laughs> Sorry. Are you still there? <laughs> hello? I'm still hello. <laughs> and where is he calling from? Are you in Nashville right now, honey? Currently I am in Nashville, yes. Um, I will be in Palm Springs at the end of this month DJing at Hunter's. Um, and then I'll be back in San Francisco for New Year's Eve day um, and the following Friday at Lookout. And then I, the day I land in San Francisco, which is Thursday, the 28th, 29th of December, I can't remember which, I'll be doing um, uh, the Port Bar in Oakland. Ooh. Okay. I'm there tomorrow. Yes, Mama. With BB Sweetbriar. Okay, come on, baby. I want yeah, you. Yeah, BB's a very good friend of mine. Yes, he's hosting the um, RuPaul Drag Race All Star season two tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I helped her out when I was there last time doing the, oh, uh, cool. the All-Star show. It's my first time actually at the port, so I'm excited. That's cute. You guys in? So, Ricky, tell us a little about your residency in Tennessee. Um, currently, I am a resident DJ for two places. Um, one is Play Dance Bar, which uh, Jaden Dior Fierce got her start with us. Um, the princess on one of the past shows has also gotten her start with us. She's actually still one of our current, uh, our current queens. Um, and then I also DJ for a bar called Tribe, which is you know, same owners, just the the lounge bar type deal, not no dance club or anything like that. 
Um, I recently uh, also started uh, working for Susie Wong's House of Yum, doing their Dragon Brunch, uh, doing something Ooh. for that. And that is uh, that was actually founded by the top brunch. chef Arnold Mayan. I think he said so, Dragon Brunch. Did you say Dragon Brunch? Did you say brag, Dragon Brunch? Drag and Brunch. Yes. Oh, Drag and oh, Brunch. Oh, Dragon Brunch. I say Dragon Brunch. Well, that, that's how it's intended to sound because it's an Asian fusion restaurant. It's a play on words. Oh, it's an Asian fusion then. Yeah. yeah. It's, a f- it's fusion. I like it. <laughs> I, I like fusion? it. I, I think that's very clever. Do they, yeah. do they have bacon? It's an interesting play on words. What was that? Do they serve bacon there? They do. That's all she needs to know. She's That's there. all I need to know. You are good. By the way, Amelia knows how to cook up a good frying pan of bacon. Oh my God, I love bacon. <laughs> See, I, usually do mine, I usually do mine on a George Foreman because that way it's the, all the grease just drains off. So have you ever done it in the oven? Nothing but crispy, crunchy goodness. Sorry. Oh my God, Ricky, you really have some nice... She would end up, no. Sa- what's the word? Sw- swagger? Swagger. There's swagger. a question on the table, though. Have you ever done it? In the oven. In the oven. Have you ever cooked your bacon in the oven, Ricky? I have before, um, with a little bit of brown sugar and kind of. Uh, <laughs> yes. yes. Come through. Southern, have you ever put cheese on it? Southern Nights. Cheese. Yeah, cheese on yeah, your the bacon. The thing is, I, I love to cook. I just Me too. don't oh, usually get to all that often. You guys are a match made in heaven. See you New Year's Day, baby. Would you like some tea? We do. We love spilling it as well. All right. Well, um, so your your residencies are going fabulously in Nashville. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And you come often to San Francisco. When is your next trip? My next trip to San Francisco will be uh, for New Year's. Um, I'll be staying for two weeks. And then um, at the end of this month, I'll actually be in Palm Springs. Um, originally, I was going for my brother's wedding. And I thought, you know what? Why don't I just go around and get a booking somewhere? So um, I called up some friends of mine and got a booking at Hunter's in Palm Springs. Wow, you are fabulous. You you um, does his own um, managing. That's what's up. Yeah, you take a trip, honey, and get booked as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You guys should do a show that. together. You, okay. Amelia, and Ricky. <laughs> we oh, all make bacon. Shows, actually, um, I just recently did a benefit. For um, one of the uh, band members of the B-52s who passed away recently, oh. uh, with Fred Schneider, the singer from the B-52s. Oh, you 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 met Fred? Yep. Who passed away, by the way? Um, Paul did. Paul mm. was, I believe, one of their guitarists. He was one of their band. Oh, aides. bummer. Um, but um, he passed away recently, so they did a benefit in Nashville to help the family out, and I was helping Fred DJ the event. Oh, interesting. You know, I, I once in Sarah Cobb in New York, where I'm from, I'm from East Hampton, Long Island, and um, I once uh, went into uh, the gym there. I was working out, and after the gym, I went into the steam room, and then uh, who was there but Fred Schneider sitting next to me without any clothes? And it was so awkward because I totally knew who it was, and I didn't want to, like, pretend I knew he was one of the members of the B-52s, and, you know, it was kind of like a cruisy thing, and, oh, my God, it's so awkward. That was the D, though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I left. Um, not my type. Oh. <laughs> not his type. Not his type. <laughs> what is your type, sleeping? You, girl. <laughs> Watch out. You want to switch seats with me, honey? No. Actually, you're my type, too. Oh. I, I could read that. Do a little dance. I'm I, I, I watching you at Balançois. I watch you, too. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's got eyes on the back of her head. I think we need another musical break. I'm no, no, no. Um, <laughs> we're going. We're going south here. Um, really though. Marijuana. I feel like we have an. Uh, oh wait, hold on. <laughs> I feel like you need to ask um, Ricky a question or two. Oh Lord. Oh Jesus. Um, so Ricky, I mean, besides putting your bacon in the oven, what else do you got cooking in there? Oh, I mean, at the moment it was a roast. So, um, <laughs> he's cooking a rump. A rump. And how is that rump? Is it fine and soft? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well seasoned. I. Where are you right now? Are you at home? Currently, I'm at home. I'm actually getting ready to head out and do lights on the dance floor tonight and play dance bar. Uh, today's one of my off nights, so I'm I'm gonna be working lights. That sounds fun. I wish Tennessee and Nashville was closer. Uh, if it was closer, closer, I'd be in San Francisco every other day. <laughs> Wait, so where's he? Ricky wants to move here. When you come here on New Year's, where are you going to be at again? Um, I will be at Lookout and the Port Bar. Okay. Oh, sick. I'm going to come and see you mm-hmm. and meet you in person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You better bring bacon. Please, because I will too. <laughs> just, bring, just bring your frying pan. <laughs> just go at it. <laughs> um, what else should the world know about you tonight, Ricky? Um, well, I'm currently working on some video editing for different people. Um, I'm still working on um, the other two remixes of BB Sweetbriar's new song, I Want You Back. Yes. Um, I just had a little bit of delay on it with you know, things just randomly coming into my life and, and sort of blocking me from doing anything. So. Oh, um, you're doing the video on. remixes of that project? Yeah, I'm the one doing the video remixes. Um, originally, I was supposed to do the paul goodyear mix and i believe i was supposed to do um ashton's mix i already finished the paul goodyear mix that's already done it on youtube um i'm currently working on ashton's mix and i'm also working on your mix as well oh that's right i'm on that project too (laughs) (laughs) bb sweet briar catch you on the head tweet reminder (laughs) yeah i want you back it's that, oh, by the way, Caroline, that, that. that's another Lil Frappier project. Yes, it is. Yeah, and it, the same studio. Yeah, and it's also charted on um, Starfleet this week. as what you saw. Yeah, yeah. All right. It also charted on, on my... Is it on your chart too, Ricky? It was on my chart uh, shortly after it came out, or shortly before it came out, was was officially released. Uh, it charted number one on my list. Ooh, nice. Number one. Congratulations. How excited! I can't wait to see your work on the videos. I'm so f- honored that you're doing um, an edit of our mixes. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. And I cannot wait to meet you on New Year's. Bring bacon. Yes, I can't <laughs> wait either. <laughs> yes. Oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> well, thanks, Ricky. Is he, are you there? Oh, it's been a pleasure. Enjoy that soft rump you got. Just for the record, Ricky has a boyfriend, ladies and gentlemen. And when they never stop anybody. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, that's you know Nashville, not San Francisco. Oh, right. Sorry. Let's have a nice round of applause for the one and only DJ VJ Ricky Six. <laughs> Goodbye, honey. Bye, Ricky. All right, let's talk romance, Mary. Yes. Wow. Who are Where you seeing go? these days? Oh, I got my boyfriend. And I got, you know, my boyfriend and my boyfriend. What's what what and is my boyfriend? What my is boyfriend. her name? Or? Her name is Matthew and you know, she is an insurance representative for United Healthcare. Yes, and and you know, and we pray to Jesus every night to rid us of the demon that leads us to be together. Yes. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. All right. What does yes. your tattoo say on your chest? I can barely read it. I'll see you at the back of Powerhouse. I love it. it and it's spelled backwards. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because that's how you see it in the camera. Yeah. 
Caroline, you're happily married. I am very happily married, yes. And I recently met your husband. Oh, oh yeah, I introduced you. Yeah, I was yeah. there. <laughs> he, he has an exotic name. What is it? Uh, Nico. Nico, yes. What a great name. Love it. Nico, all right, Nico. All right. Anything you want to add to that, Mr. Ataka? God, do I have to add to this? Do you, do you have a... Yes. I, I feel like there's a cookie in the middle right now, and I'm supposed to add to it. Come on the cookie. Well, I'll, I'll just go. I'm, I'm actually... I'm not... I don't have anybody special in my life other than my dog, Bonbon. Well, that counts. It does. He actually... I've never been closer to an animal. It's amazing. Bonbon, so they just say it twice. Do you love your dog or do you love your dog? It's funny because he's a dog, right? He's like another species altogether. So, like, it's it's, it's a great question. Like, what is love and what does that feel like or what does it look like? Well, pup play is all in the race But it's funny how a pet can become part of your family. I will say that. Like, people don't realize how smart dogs are in terms of, like, you know, being a companion with people. So, I will say, do you have an animal? No, I, I, I have a boyfriend that's the same thing. I mean, how many yeah. pups do you have? I, well, there's a fine line of degrees between separation between yeah, boyfriend and per- perhaps your, your dog. Right? They're, yeah. they're both annoying at times, and you have to clean up their shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you and, know. And sometimes you scratch their And tummy. sometimes, you know, they get an impacted bowel, and you have to help them clear but, it. But, it's but, fine. But that's called, what's that called? Anal something? It's enema. It's an enema. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> but late at night, it's, it's nice right? to be able to cuddle with. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Welcome to the house. What the hell was that, Mary? <laughs> that was That's like my a, mating call. That was a okay. guttural. That was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's your turn, Miss Amelia Monroe. Who are you seeing these days? I'm actually single and actually own two dogs. Oh, you have two, two dogs? Two chihuahuas, girl? yes. Oh, my I God. Love that. I love yes. that. Yes. Love Who else is a dog owner, Carolyn? Oh yeah, what kind of dog? Um, he is a German Shepherd, Australian Sheepdog mix. Oh He's wow, new beautiful. to us because our older dog passed away. She Aww. was fabulous. She was a child. She hated everybody. Me and, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bacchus is our new dog. Bacchus. Bacchus. Yes, and he loves everybody and everything, Aww. and he wants to eat everything and. So it's Chewbacca. a Chewbacca. <laughs> Ooh. But Amelia, what are, what are your Chihuahua's names? Carney? <laughs> I did. I heard it too. No, it's not Carney and I'll <laughs> It's actually Chico and Leo. Oh, I like it. I like it. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, look, we could, um, what time is it? We should wrap it up. Actually, uh, if Pearl was here, she, she would say this is her favorite moment. We just go around one time. Last thoughts. Okay. So, Mary Wanna, thank you for coming on tonight. Any last thoughts for us? Remember, children, always wrap it. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. <laughs> Caroline, well, thank you for coming again. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I think. Uh, my word for the evening is just to be good to each other. Take mm-hmm. time to tell a person to the left of you. It's been wonderful meeting you. I love you and you are loved. Preach and, and you have wonderful <laughs> underwear. And I might... <laughs> and make sure to tell them you love their underwear. And I might interject. <laughs> Buy my music! <laughs> also let him say that. <laughs> Buy her music! <laughs> wow, Tim. Well, it, it, it's been great to actually meet you. Thank yeah. you for coming thank here. You. And thank you for the sample products. Absolutely. And oh, final thoughts, right? So if yeah. you're going to wrap it, wrap it in me. Ooh, and wrap it in wrap thick it tube in steak. Me. Yeah. Did you hear yeah, that? Yeah, that's Emilia? what I say. Yeah, you gotta plug it. <laughs> wrap it. She, he wants you to wrap it in him. Yeah, wrap 
it and plug it, okay. right? All right. <laughs> That's a good is one. Is this Powerhouse? <laughs> <laughs> Our show is changing the title from House of Pride to House of Hoes. <laughs> That's actually taken. House of Ho come through really? with Miss Nikki Chiz, Pepto Dismal, and Fiera. Oh, girl, you know everything, mm-hmm. don't you? Not everything. I don't know how big you are. Did you actually think about that? That's I mean, funny. I just oh it, it crosses my mind on occasion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Any last thoughts? On um, just keep spreading the love, love, love. Live, laugh, and love. Yes, Take ma'am. It. Well, my thank you. My last thoughts are uh, just feeling of gratitude. Thanks for everyone for coming on. You really make it for me when you all come here and share your your stories and whatnot so tune in folks uh to next wednesday's show um thank you for being a part of tonight's show uh let's say goodbye to our listening audience all 10 of you out there we love you
her butt. Yeah, he love this fat ass. <laughs> yeah, this one is for my bitches with a fat ass in the fucking club. I said, with my fat ass, big bitches in the club. Fuck the skinny bitches, fuck the skinny bitches in the club. I wanna see all the big fat ass bitches in the motherfucking club. Fuck you if you skinny bitches. What? Yeah. Weak. He's weak-minded. Welcome to Weekly Review. This is Roman. This is a pre-recorded episode. Today is Wednesday, September 21st, and this will most likely be played on Friday, September 23rd. So just heard a song called Pigs Will Pay. That says it all. And uh, for this week's episode, I am playing two clips. Uh, one is from 1966 of Stokely Carmichael speaking at UC Berkeley. So it's 50 years ago, and you can see... I don't even need to give it any commentary. I just listened to it. And then after that, there's a speech from Angela Davis from UC Davis uh, in 2008. So listen in, and we'll be back uh, next week. Thank you very much. It's a privilege and an honor 
to be in the white intellectual ghetto of the West. We wanted to do a couple of things before we started. The first is that based on the fact that SNCC, uh, through the articulation of its program by its chairman, has been able to win elections in Georgia, Alabama, Maryland, and by our appearance here, will win an election in California. 1968, I'm going to run for President of the United States. Uh, I just can't make it because I wasn't born in the United States. That's the only thing holding me back. We wanted to say that this is a student conference, as it should be, held on a campus, and that we're not ever to be caught up in the intellectual masturbation of the question of black power. That's the function of people who are advertisers but call themselves reporters. Oh, for my members and friends of the press, my self-appointed white critic, I was reading uh, Mr. Bernard Shaw two days ago, and I came across a very important quote, which I think is most apropos for you. He says, all criticism is a autobiography. Dig yourself. Okay. The philosophers Camus and Sartre raised the question whether or not a man can condemn himself. The black existentialist philosopher who was pragmatic, Franz Fanon, answered the question. He said that man could not. Camus and Sartre does not. We in SNCC tend to agree with Camus and Sartre that a man cannot condemn himself. Were he to condemn himself, he would then have to inflict punishment upon himself. An example would be the Nazis. Any prisoner, any of the Nazi prisoners, who admitted after he was caught and incarcerated that uh, he committed crimes, that he killed all the many people that he killed, he committed suicide. The only ones who were able to stay alive were the ones who never admitted that they committed the crimes against people. That is, the ones who rationalized that Jews were not human beings and deserved to be killed, or that they were only following orders. On a more immediate scene, the officials and the population, of the white population in uh, Neshoba County, Mississippi, that's uh, where Philadelphia was, could not, could not condemn Rainey, his deputies, and the other 14 men that killed three human beings. They could not because they elected Mr. Rainey to do precisely what he did, and that for them to condemn him will be for them to condemn themselves. In a much larger view, Snick says that white America cannot condemn herself, and since we are liberal, we have done it. You stand condemned. Now, a number of things then arises from that 
answer of how do you condemn yourselves seems to me that the institutions that function in this country are clearly racist and that they're built upon racism. And the question then is how can black people inside of this country move? And then how can white people who say they're not a part of those institutions begin to move? And how then do we begin to clear away the obstacles that we have in this society that make us live like human beings? How can we begin to build institutions that will allow people to relate with each other as human beings? This country has never done that, especially around the country of white and black. Now, several people have been upset because we said that integration was irrelevant when initiated by blacks, and that in fact it was a subterfuge, an insidious subterfuge, for the maintenance of white supremacy. Now, we maintain that in the past six years or so, this country has been feeding us a thalatomite drug of integration, and that some Negroes have been walking down a dream street talking about sitting next to white people, and that that does not begin to solve the problem. That when we went to Mississippi, we did not go to sit next to Ross Barnett. We did not go to sit next to Jim Clark. We went to get them out of our way. And that people ought to understand that. That we were never fighting for the right to integrate. We were fighting against white supremacy. Now then, in order to understand white supremacy, we must dismiss the fallacious notion that white people can give anybody their freedom. No man can give anybody his freedom. A man is born free. You may enslave a man after he is born free. And that is, in fact, what this country does. It enslaves black people after they're born. So that the only act that white people can do is to stop denying black people their freedom. That is, they must stop denying freedom. They never give it to anyone. Now, we want to take that to logical extension so that we could understand, then, what its relevancy would be in terms of new civil rights bills. I maintain that every civil rights bill in this country was passed for white people, not for black people. For example, I am black. I know that. I also know that while I am black, I am a human being. And therefore, I have the right to go into any public place. White people didn't know that. Every time I tried to go into a place, they stopped me. So some boys had to write a bill to tell that white man he's a human being. Don't stop him. That bill was for that white man, not for me. I knew it all the time. I knew it all the time. I knew that I could vote, and that that wasn't a privilege, it was my right. Every time I tried, I was shot, killed, or jailed, beaten, or economically deprived. So somebody had to write a bill for white people to tell them, when a black man comes to vote, don't bother him. That bill, again, was for white people, not for black people. So that when you talk about open occupancy, I know I can live any place I want to live. It is white people across this country who are incapable of allowing me to live where I want to live. You need a civil rights bill, not me. I know I can live where I want to live.
so that the failure to pass the Civil Rights Bill isn't because of black power, isn't because of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, is not because of the rebellions that are occurring in the major cities. It is incapability of whites to deal with their own problems inside their own communities. That is the problem of the failure of the Civil Rights Bill. And so in a larger sense, we must then ask, how is it that black people move, and what do we do? But the question in the greater sense is, how can white people, who are the majority, and who are responsible for making democracy work, make it work? They have miserably failed to this point. They have never made democracy work, be it inside the United States, Vietnam, South Africa, the Philippines, South America, Puerto Rico, wherever America has been. She has not been able to make democracy work. So that in a larger sense, we not only condemn the country for what is done internally, but we must condemn it for what it does externally. We see this country trying to rule the world, and someone must stand up and start articulating that this country is not God and cannot rule the world. Now then, before we move on, we ought to develop the white supremacy attitudes that we're either conscious or subconscious of, and how they run rampant through the society today. For example, the missionaries were sent to Africa. They went with the attitude that blacks were automatically inferior. As a matter of fact, the first act the missionaries did, you know, when they get to Africa, was to make us cover up our bodies because they said it got them excited. We couldn't go bare-breasted anymore because they got excited. Now, when the missionaries came to civilize us because we were uncivilized, educate us because we were uneducated, and give us some, some literate studies because we were illiterate, they charged the price. The missionaries came with the Bible, and we had the land. When they left, they had the land, and we still have the Bible. And that has been the rationalization for Western civilization as it moves across the world and stealing and plundering and raping everybody in its path. Their one rationalization is that the rest of the world is uncivilized and they are in fact civilized and they are uncivilized. And that runs on today, you see, because what we have today is that we have what we call um, modern-day peace corps uh, missionaries, and they come into our ghettos, and they head start uh, upward lift, bootstrap, and upward bound us into white society. Because they don't want to face the real problem, which is a man is poor for one reason and one reason only, because he does not have money, period. If you want to get rid of poverty, you give people money, period. 
And you ought not to tell me about people who don't work and you can't give people money without working because if that were true, you'd have to start stopping Rockefeller, Bobby Kennedy, Lyndon Bain Johnson, Lady Bird Johnson, the Hall of Standard Oil, the Gulf Club, all of them. Including probably a large number of the Board of Trustees of this university. So the question then clearly is not whether or not one can work, it's who has power. Who has power to make his or her act legitimate. That is all. And that this country, that power is invested in the hands of white people, and they make their acts legitimate. It is now, therefore, for black people to make our acts legitimate. Now, we are engaged in a psychological struggle in this country and that is whether or not black people will have the right to use the words they want to use without white people giving their sanction to it. And that we maintain whether they like it or not, we're going to use the word black power and let them address themselves to that. But that we are not going to wait for white people to sanction black power. We're tired waiting. Every time black people move in this country, they're forced to defend their position before they move. It's time that the people who are supposed to be defending their position do that. That's white people. They ought to start defending themselves as to why they have oppressed and exploited us. Now, it is clear that when this country started to move in terms of slavery, the reason for a man being pictured as a slave was one reason, because of the color of his skin. If one was black, one was automatically inferior, inhuman, and therefore fit for slavery. So that the question of whether or not we are individually suppressed is nonsensical and it's a downright lie. We are oppressed as a group because we are black. Not because we're lazy, not because we're apathetic, not because we're stupid, not because we smell, not because we eat watermelon and have good rhythm. Yeah. We are oppressed because we are black. And in order to get out of that oppression, one must wield the group power that one has, not the individual power which this country then sets the criteria under which a man may come into it. That is what is called in this country as integration. You do what I tell you to do, and then we'll let you sit at the table with us. And that we are saying that we have to be opposed to that. We must now set a criteria and that if there's going to be any integration, it's going to be a two-way thing. If you believe in integration, you can come live in what? You can send your children to the ghetto schools. Let's talk about that. If you believe in integration, then we're going to start adopting us some white people to live in our neighborhood. So it is clear that the question is not one of integration or segregation. Integration is a man's ability to want to move in there by himself. If someone wants to live in a white neighborhood and he is black, that is his choice. It should be his right. It is not because white people will not allow him. So vice versa, if a black man wants to live in the slums, that should be his right. Black people will let him. That is the difference. And it's a difference in which this country makes a number of logical mistakes when they begin to try to criticize the program articulated by Smith. Now, we maintain that we cannot be afford to be concerned about 6% of the children in this country, black children, who you allow to come into white schools. We have 94% who still live in shacks. We are going to be concerned about those 94%. You ought to be concerned about them, too. 
the question is, are we willing to be concerned about those 94%? Are we willing to be concerned about the black people who will never get to Berkeley, who will never get to Harvard, and cannot get an education, so you'll never get a chance to rub shoulders with them and say, well, he's almost as good as we are. He's not like the others. The question is, how can white society begin to move to see black people as human beings? I am black, therefore I am. Not that I am black and I must go to college to prove myself. I am black, therefore I am. And don't deprive me of anything and say to me that you must go to college before you gain access to X, Y, and Z. It is only a rationalization for one's oppression. The, the political parties in this country do not meet the needs of people on a day-to-day -day basis. The question is how can we build new political institutions that will become the political expressions of people on a day-to-day -day basis. The question is, how can you build political institutions that will begin to meet the needs of Oakland, California? And the needs of Oakland, California is not 1,000 policemen with submachine guns. They don't need that. They need that least of all. The question is, how can we build institutions where those people can begin to function on a day-to-day -day basis, where they can get decent jobs, where they can get decent houses, and where they can begin to participate in the policy and major decisions that affect their lives? That's what they need, not Gestapo troops, because this is not 1942, and if you play like Nazis, we're playing back with you this time around. Get hip to that. The question then is how can white people move to start making the major institutions that they have in this country function the way it is supposed to function? That is the real question. And can white people move inside their own community and start tearing down racism where in fact it does exist? Where it exists. It is you who live in Cicero and stop us from living there. It is white people who stop us from moving into Grenada. It is white people who make sure that we live in the ghettos of this country. It is white institutions that do that. They must change in order, in order for America to really live on a basic principle of human relationships, a new society must be born. Racism must die, and the economic exploitation of this country of non-white people around the world must also die must also die. Now, there are several programs that we have in the South, among some poor white communities. We're trying to organize poor whites on a base where they can begin to move around the question of economic exploitation and political disfranchisement. We know we've heard the theory several times, but few people are willing to go into there. The question is, can the white activist not try to be a Pepsi generation who comes alive in a black community, but can he be a man who's willing to move into the white community and start organizing where the organization is needed? Can he do that? The question is, can the white society or the white activist disassociate himself with two clowns 
who waste time parrying with each other rather than talking about the problems that are facing people in this state. Can you disassociate yourself with those clowns and start to build new institutions that will eliminate all idiots like them? And the question is, if we are going to do that, when and where do we start and how do we start? We maintain that we must start doing that inside the white community. Our own personal position politically is that we don't think the Democratic Party represents the needs of black people. We know it don't. And that if, in fact, white people really believe that, the question is if they're going to move inside that structure, how are they going to organize around a concept of whiteness based on true brotherhood and based on stopping exploitation, economic exploitation, so that there will be a coalition base for black people to hook up with. You cannot form a coalition based on national sentiment. That is not a coalition. If you need a coalition to readdress itself to real changes in this country, white people must start building those institutions inside the white community. And that is the real question, I think, facing the white activists today. Can they, in fact, begin to move into and tear down the institutions which have put us all in a trick bag that we've been into for the last hundred years? I don't think that we should follow what many people say that we should fight to be leaders of tomorrow. Frederick Douglass said that the youth should fight to be leaders today. And God knows we need to be leaders today because the men who run this country are sick. Are sick. So that can we, on a larger sense, begin now, today, to start building those institutions and to fight to articulate our position, to fight to be able to control our universities? We need to be able to do that, and to fight to control the basic institutions which perpetuate racism by destroying them and building new ones. That's the real question that faces us today. And it is a dilemma because most of us do not know how to work and that the excuse that most white activists find is to run into the black community. Now, we've maintained that we cannot have white people working in the black community, and we've made it on a psychological ground. The fact is that all black people often question whether or not they are equal to white, because every time they start to do something, white people are around showing them how to do it. If we are going to eliminate that for the generation that comes after it, then black people must be seen in positions of power doing and articulating for themselves. For themselves. That is not to say that one is a reverse racist. It is to say that one is moving on a healthy ground. It is to say what the philosopher thought says. One is becoming an anti-racist racist. And this country can't understand that. Maybe it's because it's all caught up in racism. But I think what you have in Smith is an anti-racist racism. We are against racists. Now, if everybody who is white sees themselves as a racist and then see us against them, they're speaking from their own guilt position, not ours. Now, then, the question is how can we move to begin to change 
what's going on in this country. I'm in pain, as we have in SNCC, that the war in Vietnam is an illegal and immoral war. And the question is, what can we do to stop that war? What can we do to stop the people who, in the name of our country, are killing babies, women, and children? 